Hey, I'm Teague. And I'm Sam. And we're your well-informed girlfriends. Bringing you today's news, gossip, and unsolicited hot takes. I don't need to know. As long as I'm with you. So today we're talking about the CDC. They added more symptoms of coronavirus, so more things to keep you up at night. Oh, perfect. Just like this other really weird symptom <laughs> that mostly kids are seeing. Stay tuned for more. That's crazy. Um, also, uh, salons are reopening. Can you keep a six-foot distance in a salon? Question mark. I think the answer may be clear, but we'll tell you about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of us are struggling with anxiety right now. Um, so we're going to talk about some ways to cope. Beyond just eating your feelings. Oh, no, I love that one. I mean, that's my number one coping mechanism, but it's not recommended, as it turns out. <laughs> there are some recipes that we're going to dive into, though. Yes. Okay, we have the details on what is arguably new the new whipped coffee. It'll take you right back to your 1990s childhood, just like this fashion trend that's also making a comeback and hitting you all in the nostalgia feels. Female leaders have been incredibly successful at managing the coronavirus all around the world. So we're going to talk about that. I know you're all shocked that women are doing really well in leadership positions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, ladies. Um, also, there is a diagram out of China that is truly insane. It talks about how the coronavirus is spread through restaurants if there's an AC unit. So we're going to talk about that. Oh, good. More nightmare fuel. Yep. Love that. <laughs> All right, it is day 785, I believe. What day is it? What is it, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday? Doesn't matter, really. No, time is a construct at this point. Yeah, what is time? Does time even matter? Are Does we here? time exist? <laughs> I'm asking so many deep questions in this time of quarantine that like, I don't want to think about. Um, yeah. But anyways, there's a lot of stuff going on, okay? There's a lot of news happening this week. Um, please don't inject yourself with Lysol. Isn't that an interesting thing you never thought you'd have to say? Yeah, you know, I'm really glad that our nation's leaders feel that, feel that they have to tell us that. Uh, that's where we're at. It is <laughs> truly, truly crazy. Um, but first story. Yes. So, okay. Back to coronavirus. I know you guys were really worried we hadn't talked about it enough. Mm -hmm. So the CDC has added more symptoms to be on the lookout for. So great news. Oh, incredible. Uh, this is like WebMD, <laughs> like pumped up the volume. This yes. is like when you self-diagnose yourself yeah. every day, all day. Right, right, right. So like before you were looking for fever, cough, shortness of breath. Yeah. Now there are six more things to be on the lookout six. for. Six? Six things. Come on. Yeah, I know. So chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, sore throat, and a loss of taste or smell. This so. is truly terrible. I think we should make it into one of those songs, like head, no, head shoulders, knees, knees and, and toes. toes. That's what I feel like it, you could do because there's so many things to look out for. You know, I just, it's so hard because it, I feel like every day, and we've talked about this, like I have such anxiety about this whole thing, like everybody does. Yeah. But I wake up and I like clear my throat and I'm like, well, Looks well, like I'm going to die now. Yep, looks like this is all over from here. So, but okay, but beyond that, there have been a couple stories this week about COVID toes. Have you heard about this? Oh, my God. Please tell me more. I have heard of it. Okay, so they happen most in children who are asymptomatic otherwise. So COVID toes are when you have purple or blue lesions on your feet and toes. Apparently, they're painful to touch and could have a hot burning sensation. Okay, here's the problem. Nobody has been able to get a pedicure for two months. 
Everybody's feet look scritchy scratchy. Scritchy scratchy. But they're not purple or blue. My feet aren't purple or blue. What's well, wrong with your feet? Well, they could be. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. that's like one more one more symptom to be on the lookout for, I guess. Thank God, another one. Yeah, it's mostly in kids though, so. Okay. On the upside, I have not interacted with any children. I haven't even seen a kid this whole quarantine. What's a kid? I don't know. There are kids that live next door and I hear them like shouting at their video games, but beyond that, I have no idea. Okay, so moving on, female leaders have been praised for their COVID-19 response across the globe. Um, From Germany to New Zealand and Denmark to Taiwan, um, women have actually managed the coronavirus crisis pretty well. Plenty of countries with male leaders, Vietnam and Czech Republic, Greece, Austria, um, have also done well, but few with female leaders have done that badly. Um, That's a direct quote from The Guardian. Sam, what do you think about um, women leaders? Do you think that they're good under pressure in a crisis situation? I mean, I think the answer to that is obviously yes. Yeah. Women, I feel like women are used to running households just to rely on some stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, <laughs> I think that a lot of times women are, we often look at the big picture and we're pretty good at being able to manage multiple things at different times. So in, the, in terms of coronavirus crisis, you know, you're dealing with your health administration, you're dealing with this you know, the states in our situation, in our case, or whatever you call your states in whatever nation you live in. And if you if you look at places like um, New Zealand, they have a female leader. They imposed a 14-day quarantine and a strict lockdown, and only fewer than 150 people have been affected, infected, and no one died. Oh, wow. And it, um, according to a recent survey, this is per The Guardian, public trust in her government is greater than 80 percent wow that's I know. great and so obviously new zealand is an island country and there are significantly fewer people um mm-hmm. than the united states or uh, even like larger countries but places like germany had fewer than five thousand deaths i believe wow that's and that's obviously run by angela angela merkel so i think that there's something to be said about female leaders running their country with a lot of organization and a lot of big picture things right women can make just i mean everyone can make decisions in crisis I would of course say, i would argue but i do think that there's something to be said about how women run their countries i also feel like there's something to be said about women um always wanting to be incredibly honest and that's like it feels like it's in our genes more so than we're men. and that is just me being incredibly stereotypical and maybe i'm just referring to the men that i've dated however i will say i feel like women have a harder time not shooting it straight. Like, I feel like women just are honest, and especially in women leaders, I feel like something that I've always noticed is the ones who are incredibly successful are the ones that just say it how it is, state the facts. There's no fluffy, you know, there's no skirting around or giving political answers. I think that women are pretty good about just saying what's going on and and keeping it 100, if you will. Keeping it 100. That's just my opinion. I will say that I think that that's what makes a good politician is someone who is a straight shooter and who you feel like you can believe. Right. Um, And so I I would say that a lot of women tend to err on the side of more realistic and keeping it hunted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nothing like putting a nice hunted in a good news story. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we're professionals. Yeah, can you tell? So professional. So we were talking earlier about how some of our feet are completely ratchet because we can't get a mani-pedi. Unrecognizable. Uh, are they even feet anymore? No. <laughs> but in Georgia, 
um, the governor is allowing certain businesses to reopen, like salons, hair salons, tattoo parlors, bowling alleys, and gyms. So one chain told today they're reopening their salons but won't be blow drying. They're asking customers to shampoo their own hair three hours before their appointments, and only people getting their hair dyed will get their hair washed. I think it's good that they're thinking about precautions to take. However, I will say it still makes me nervous because you can't have a six-foot distance. You can't do social distancing properly at an at, at a hair salon or at a nail salon. You have to. You, it's a service industry. You, you're up close and personal, and I am incredibly sympathetic to this because my mom owns a salon. But you can't open. You can't. You just can't because it's just. It's not. So you don't believe a salon is an essential business. So, you know, obviously my mom and all of her customers would argue it is absolutely an essential business. My How- Tulsi Gabbard Gray Streak would also agree with you. But <laughs> I get it. People don't feel pretty right now, but that's kind of the vibe. You know, like I'm going to be brunette in about a week and a half and I'm just going to go for it. You're and lean into the brunette look. Yeah, and it might be kind of fun. We're saving money. Think about all the – I'm not spending money on anything. I never spend money on nails and stuff because I can't justify it. But, like, hair, I feel like I spend some money on. So maybe I'm just saving money and maybe I can, like, order a new purse or something. You know, maybe there's another way I can spend money while I'm turning brunette. Okay, so moving on, I came across this diagram this week that totally freaked me out and I feel like definitely justifies the thing I've been really worried about, which is airflow um, and spreading the coronavirus in the air because now it feels like it's more airborne than we were saying in the beginning. So basically in the diagram, it shows one person who is asymptomatic, who doesn't show any symptoms of having COVID. And then it shows all of the people that will be affected and will potentially get COVID because of that one asymptomatic person and the fact that there is an AC unit. Um, So they talk about the importance of the AC unit because it's circulating the same air within the restaurant. And it also talks about placement, which I thought was really interesting. Placement of where you are relative to the AC unit could mean you get infected because if if you're sitting by an AC unit that is popping out the same air that that asymptomatic person just inhaled, breathed, et cetera, um, that you're like right in the line of fire, which is insane to me because now this is obviously what we have to worry about. Um, so we'll, we'll link that diagram in our Instagram and, and probably on our website. But I just, I thought that was really enlightening and incredibly scary because it shows you if you don't know who's infected, you can't, I don't feel like you can open a business because if you're if if the, if the person's asymptomatic and you don't know all of these people are getting infected which means they bring it home to their families they don't know it's just like this crazy ripple effect that i think is really well illustrated in this diagram oh man i know scary it's alarming it's alarming but at least you know the the one thing you can say is like now we're starting to get more information like something like this helps me to show my parents who are like oh let's just lot it like they don't they're not not worried. They're just like a little bit like, let's have a little bit more social interaction. And I'm like, no, no, no. Look at this diagram, please. So I think it's helpful. Now I feel like we're seeing some more research and, and more like real answers, which, you know, I guess there's that. So scams are actually on the rise now. Um, in addition to being on the lookout for like fake masks and hand sanitizers, um, there are apparently also counterfeit stimulus checks out there. Ugh. So if your check comes in the mail with, like, a weird amount, especially if they're extraneous scents, your check could be counterfeit. So there are, like, a lot of ways to check to see if they're counterfeit. But also don't give any information out over the phone. And any message that 
claims you can get your stimulus money faster by entering your personal information for a small fee is totally a scam. So don't do that. That's so sad in this time of like absolute desperation and people really need those stimulus checks that people would even think to do that. Anyways, okay, so moving on. Moving on. So we've we've talked a lot about anxiety on the pod here. Yeah. But a lot of us have been struggling to cope with it. And I will be the first to admit I've actually been having a ton of anxiety attacks to the point where it's a skosh debilitating. But it's fine, you guys. We're rallying. Um, but I read a really great write-up from Refinery29 about how to some suggestions of ways to deal with your increased anxiety. And, you know, obviously a lot of us who deal with anxiety are like, Okay, yeah, I've been trying, but this, these are just some other suggestions that I read today, like meditating, online therapy, online therapy, and limiting your health news intake to twenty minutes at a time, which I think is really critical. I can't do that because your health, health news. Yeah, yeah, like read only twenty minutes of coronavirus health news, or listen to this awesome podcast for twenty minutes, and then just move on with your day and go about your business without fixating on it. That's really interesting because I can't stop watching the news because I feel like the second I miss something is the second I feel like I'm not doing the rules right or there's something I'm missing or like I'm out in the street and not wearing a mask or, you know, like I feel like you almost have to stay on top of it. But I understand that for anxiety purposes, it would probably be way better for my mental health to like chill yeah. and not log on to the news at all times. Right. Well, and I think that there's something to be, obviously, you know, everyone wants to be a good citizen in this time, or most of us, with the notable exception of the people on the beaches this past weekend <laughs> and at my pool party. Not, Not my pool party. At Sam, did you host a pool party? Are you admitting to hosting the pool party I would now? never host a pool party just in general either, because then you have to wear bathing suits in front of your friends, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's my anxiety. Let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about anxiety. My beach god... <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys, I ordered a one piece. I've given up on the beach, but it's going to be fine. Before this pod, before quarantine, Sam and I actually joined the West Hollywood swim team. So we were we were getting in our best the best shape of our lives. I know, I we would say swimming is so best. swole. Yeah. Swimming, swimming is, is actually a really fun pastime. I oh super miss it. It's so great. I do too. It was awesome cuz it's really early in the morning and it was like right before the day got got started and and, and it's a really refreshing workout. You're like yeah. energized and not like sweaty and disgusting. Right. And there were like some cute swimmers in our lane. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Um, anyways. Sorry, it's so struggling to cope with your anxiety. We hear you. We feel you. Yeah. Oh, and another tip I read that I hadn't considered because I haven't been, like, furloughed or laid off, but a lot of people obviously have. Um, mm-hmm. One of the suggestions was to have a worst-case scenario plan already just in place in case that happens to you. Right. Just, like, mentally be prepared for it. It's kind of like how I've been telling myself I'm 30 for the last, like, year and a half, even though I'm not yet Oh, 30. that's really interesting. Mentally preparing for it. Oh, that's really interesting. So wait, what is the idea? To the idea is to, like, sort of sit down and be like, okay, I have two months of savings, three months of savings. Uh-huh. If I, worst case scenario, whatever, I have to give my notice on this day, blah, 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 to move into a cheaper apartment or in with a friend or that sort of thing. Just oh, mentally interesting. sort of like ready preparing. for the worst case scenario. Right, exactly. And then if you're like unemployment can't cover your whatever, that sort of thing. Right, just like have a plan and Have a plan. And even if you probably won't use it. Yeah, talk to a friend be like, hey, you have a guest bedroom. Can I stay here? Yeah, just in case. But, okay, yeah. And I do feel like people are probably right now more willing to – obviously, everybody wants to help everybody out, so people oh, for sure. absolutely Yeah, you. if you need to stay on our couch, T, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much. I'm kidding. T does not need to stay on our couch. <laughs> <laughs> I am fine right now, but you never know. You are my contingency plan, just so you know. 
perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so we've all been eating unhealthily in this time period. And I say we all. I'm sure there are some people out there cooking Brussels sprouts every day. Shout out to my roommate, Andrew, who is still eating healthily in this time. She watched me eat a whole pizza by myself on Friday night. It's totally chill. But anyway, <laughs> there have been all sorts of fun viral trends happening food-wise. Have you heard about some of these? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about some of them. Obviously, the sourdoughs, the whipped coffee, but there's a few new ones. Talk to us. Yes. So, okay, whipped strawberry milk is apparently the new whipped coffee. How do you make that? Um, Okay, so if we're being completely honest, I still have not figured out how to make the whipped coffee because Mm -hmm. I am lazy and don't have instant coffee. But out with the old and with the new whipped strawberry is new. I guess you just need one teaspoon of strawberry Nesquik and a quarter cup of heavy whipping cream and wow. arm strength, I would oh. assume. Oh, yeah, or like a mixer. Or a mixer, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that feels easy to do. No? I said that about the coffee thing. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I do <laughs> want to know who's making these. Like, who is making this? must be 12-year-olds. <laughs> because these are like, there's just like the sh- most sugary. Yeah. But great. Well, one of our food editors at Today did make both of them. She said that the whipped coffee was delicious, but she did get tired of whipping it. But um, because she tried to do it by hand, and then she said she made the other one, the Nesquik strawberry milk thing, and mm-hmm. she said it tasted kind of like just the '90s, like your childhood. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, she was like, it took me like right back to eating like Lucky Charms or whatever, Cute. like breakfast okay. situation. I want so, that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's a fun way. But there's also, okay, so if you guys ever hang out on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Old Recipes, and I love to look at it because Mm. there's all sorts of weird things happening on there. But right now, there's this depression cake making a comeback. What? And contrary to the name, which sounds like I'm LaSad and making a sad cake. Right. It's actually a reference to the Great Depression. So, you know, not the two or three that we've lived through, but the ones back in the 30s of the 1900s. Interesting. So this depression cake, it uses things that are, um, that people would have had that were less expensive in the 1930s. So it doesn't require milk, butter, or even eggs. So that's, So what's in it? A choice. Okay. It's also known as wacky cake. Oh, what? Those are so contradictory. Wacky. Yeah. Ooh, wacky. (laughs) But it calls for... Flour, sugar, cocoa powder, plus a couple of other pantry staples, and you stir it up in a bowl, and when it's done, you finish it with powdered sugar or whipped cream. So there you go. Interesting. And it looks, yeah, it's like a, it looks like um, a no, it looks kind of like a no-flour chocolate cake, but obviously it has flour in it. Wow, interesting. Interesting. And it takes you back in time. To the day of depression. I'm not sure I want to go back. I feel, this already feels like a time of depression, but. This already feels, well, yeah. Interesting. Wacky. Depression cake. Um, Okay. So let's talk about fashion, even though all of us are only wearing sweatpants right now. That's correct. Only thing that fits me, to be exact. (laughs) To quote Regina. To quote Regina. Um, But I will say tie-dye is having quite a moment. And I think that is attributed to the fact that most of us are home, and that is a fun little craft to put together. It's a nice tie-dye fit. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so today, talk to Pinterest experience researcher and in-house stylist. Who knew um, that was a job? Yeah. Who knew that that was a job? Experience researcher? Can I have that? <laughs> Casual. Hey, what? what did you do today? I looked at Pinterest and had a great time. Yeah, and I had a good experience. Uh, and I got a paycheck. But anyways, they were saying that the search for tie-dye at home 
um, is up like a bajillion percent in the past few weeks on the site. Well, it does sound like the fashion industry knows that we need some early 1990s comfort, you know, nostalgia. Like everyone from Madewell to Forever 21 has uh, those tie-dye looks online. So you can join the trend. If you don't want to do it yourself, you can buy it. Buy it. Well, it's convenient because you can tie-dye your sweatpants. Right. It's like I don't even need I don't even need to change my vibe. I can just continue wearing sweats. Yeah, but it's different because this is a tie-dye pair of sweats. Right. I'm like, oh, it's trendy, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm on trend on a Tuesday or a Sunday or a Monday. What day is it? In my house by myself with no one looking at me. Mm-hmm. But I'm on trend, so it's fine. Um, okay, so this is a section that might just be this week, but I just want to talk about it because I feel like it's greatly improved the way I've been shopping online. Um, this is a hack of the week. This is something that I learned in line at Trader Joe's the other day while I was by myself um, and suited up, ready to go into Trader Joe's. But there was obviously a long line. Anyways, this couple in front of me was talking about this hack, which is like not revolutionary, but I'm going to share it with you guys because it blew my mind. But they were saying that they've been doing a lot of online shopping and the hack to get discounts on your stuff and your online shopping is you put stuff in a cart. So if you're at like Nordstrom, Nordstrom Rack or like wherever you shop, put stuff in your cart and make sure you're logged in. So like it'll say your email so it knows it's you. And then two days later, two days, three days, depends like what store. But most of them have this like automatic email back. If you don't purchase um, the things that are in your cart, you'll get an email like two or three days later and be like, and it'll say, hey, there's some stuff left in your cart. Um, here's 20% off if you need an extra push to, to, to make the purchase. And I was like, oh, my God, that's mind-blowing. So, of course, I tested it out at Nordstrom Rack, and it worked. Oh, my gosh. I'm so mad at myself. I just spent, like, 100 bucks at Nordstrom without waiting for a coupon. I mean, who knew? And we are, like, coupon queens. Yes, we love a good coupon. We are coupon queens, baby. And I was so excited to hear this. So that's just a hack for you all, you online shoppers this week. I think what's happening now is it is time for the drum roll, please. Memes of the week. Yay. This is my favorite part, you guys, and I know it's kind of lame, but I love it so much. Okay. I'm happy my for fir- you. <laughs> my first one is, okay, so my first meme is, I don't know who it's from because I stole it from somebody, but you're going to love it. <laughs> Airlines sending me, we're in this together emails. Um, Where were you when my suitcase was 51.5 pounds? For real. Oh, my gosh. Truly, I'm so mad at airlines. They also will not give me my money back. Can we just quickly discuss? They're giving us vouchers because they can't afford to give us their money back. And I'm like, um, but I don't know when I'm going to feel comfortable flying again. So can I just get my cash back? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody wants that. But I can't even imagine the money they're losing. But also, like, the government's going to bail them out. They, yeah. I mean, they have to. And also, people are going to fly again eventually. Yeah. That, that's a business that will always exist. For sure. Well, I mean, it can't not, right? Can't not. Right. We all have to get places. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Okay. Next meme. If you wear your jeans five days in a row, they become all baggy and look like you're losing weight. Follow me for more quarantine tips. <laughs> a new monthly budget. Gas, zero. Entertainment, zero. Clothes, zero. Groceries, 1624 <laughs> Seriously, I've been really stocking up. Same. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Please like, subscribe, etc. Are we podcast people now? Is that what people say? Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Wellinformed Girlfriends, or we have a site that's parentheses mostly up and running, wellinformedgirlfriends.com. 
Yay! So we'll see you there. And if you want to follow us on our personals, um, mine is TIEGDP, T I E G E D P. Sam. And I'm Samantha Kubota, K U B O T A. Yes, we can't wait to just keep doing this. It's so fun. Yes, and if you have any thoughts, feel free to slide into our DMs. Slide in the DMs. And if you're a hot guy, totally slide into our DMs. Slide in the DMs. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.